Hey, hey, this is Coach A. Welcome to the Jan 29th edition. This week's episode is about Diana Chapman. Diana is an executive coach and uh, advisor to leaders of many large organizations. I came across her work a few years ago. And one of the podcasts I listened to, well, two, uh, Shane Parrish and Tim Ferriss, featured her in the recent past. And it's, it's uh, two great conversations I learned a lot from. So what triggered this post was, well, listening to the conversation again, and going back to my notes and, well, realizing it's had a major impact. So I thought I'd share it with you. A few things before we start. I am paraphrasing and interpreting their conversation through my lens. So any misattribution or misinterpretation is completely mine. If you want the original, well, listen to the original. And like everyone, I find it easier to listen to people on my wavelength. So meaning Tim Ferriss, Shane Parrish, uh, Diana Chapman say and view things that are mostly cohesive with my sense of the universe. Well, with that out of the way, let's do this. I'm going to go over three things that I learned and I've added to my framework. There are a lot more just from this one conversation. Uh, and if you dig into her writings, you'll find quite a few more, but focusing on three. First one, the drama triangle. Now, while this is not something she came up with, it's something I learned from her. Now, when shit goes wrong, it feels natural to play the victim. Oh, why does this kind of stuff keep happening to me? Or if only I could catch a break. Um, or quoting me from many years ago. Why am I not losing the weight I gained over seven years after dieting for two whole weeks? Why does this happen to me? This victim... Uh, the primary feeling associated with it is a feeling of disempowerment. You know the drill, you've been here. Now the next actor in our personal drama tends to be the villain. Now this is the character who keeps playing the blame game. It's your fault, it's their fault, or if only you had more willpower or better genes. Again, a character... We're all familiar with. And like most of you, I was familiar with these two actors. What was surprising to me was the third in the triangle, the hero. Not a term we'd associate with as a negative, right? 
the hero plays the role of you know somebody swooping in to rescue the situation well that still sounds like a good thing except it's a temporary fix for example i trained so hard at the gym today i deserve the burger and chocolate milkshake and Sheesh, it was a hard day at work. I think I'll vegetate on the couch and not do any of the household chores because I deserve it. Sound familiar? Well, sounds very familiar to me at least. You play the hero to yourself. Or, as I realized, you attempt to do it for other people. At work, when someone's struggling... i've stepped in to rescue them and do their work for them now of course i'm doing this with the best of intentions right like i am helping somebody but am i truly helping or am i not valuing this other person to help themselves am i meddling do i just want to feel needed should i not be building or rather as a leader should i not be assisting this person in taking care of their work themselves so you can see how the hero or sometimes plays the martyr the hero is a bandaid when the harder thing is to not step in or to help your coworker do better this last one was a very very uncomfortable realization It was awkward, it was humbling and uh, yeah, but it was a huge huge learning. In our professional and personal lives, we keep playing inside this drama triangle. We keep switching between one of these roles. For me, being aware of this has well i know i keep using the word revelation but that's what it has been stepping back and observing this and then learning to step outside of the drama triangle has been powerful and again this is a note to myself silly to expect 100% success and i'm not even near say even 50% success you know what it's a game of reps and i have one more rep this month than i had probably um in the first 5 years of being an entrepreneur that's a huge win so that's the drama triangle the second learning is about outcomes and egos do you want to be proven right or do you want to get the right outcome 
many times you want to have that great idea. You want to be the genius who cooked something up and changed everything in your organization. Or at least that was me. And as 50% of the organization, the other person being my other founder, well, approximately 50% of the ideas were mine, which uh, kept feeding the story that I needed to come up with ideas, that it was my role, it was my job, and it led to holding on to my ideas for too long, to not opening up and inviting others to shape the organization. Now, I think we can all agree that we want to move forward. And we want to get to the right outcome. And many a time, what's standing in the way is our ego. We want to be the hero. We want to be right. We want to be the person who's being applauded for their idea. Learning this piece of the puzzle has been liberating for me. What I have done as part of this, and I know I can do a lot more of it, is to surround myself with people who are kind but firm in sharing their constructive feedback. And to have more conversations with the dozens of crazy smart and successful people in my community and to actively involve and listen to my coworkers and assist them in coming up with creative ideas to move the quad forward and not taking sole responsibility or 50% responsibility for the idea part of it. It sounds silly as I uh, say it and not somebody who thinks I have uh, much of an ego and I absolutely understand outcome over ego, but what I realized was there were there are multiple ways this plays out and a, a combination of this hero from the drama triangle and uh, um, you know misunderstanding or not evolving my role in my organization was something that that was an essential learning for me. The third one, facts and stories. I love this one. Now there are facts and there are stories. For example, the fact is, I was speaking to my wife about a certain morning when we went on a hike and she picked up her phone and started looking into it while saying, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's a fact. Now, the story I told myself was 
She's not interested in whatever I was saying, that I was boring, and she was an asshole, and all that. Now, when I keep the story to myself, it builds up inside. It explodes out of context in a few days or a few weeks. And during that time, it fortifies itself. It morphs into something else. It invites the drama triangle where I play various roles and I cast my wife as the villain. Sheesh. Instead, what if I nip this in the bud and spoke out loud about the story? So if I were to reframe this, the fact is, I'm talking to you. In fact, is you're looking at your phone and the story is, I think you're not interested and that I'm boring. And I might hear back that my wife is knows exactly what I'm referring to and she wants to show me a photo or 10 of us on the hike and add more color this story and continue this conversation and deepen it. Learning to separate facts from stories is imperative. And as something Diana mentions, hold on to your stories with curiosity. Our stories are our framings from our limited perspective. Many a time, stories are also triggered by implicit memories from childhood or from some time in the past by not realizing that this is a story, by not separating fact from story, by not sharing the story and dismantling it, we allow the story to become a false fact. So that's that. What's next? Well, the three learnings are intertwined. And I highly encourage you to listen to the originals because I wrote down only three in this post, but there's about 17 of these. Now, the fact that they are intertwined, you know, like unwillingness to share a story is ego over outcome and then playing out the drama triangle in our heads and in our lives. So for me, this has been an important addition to my philosophy. And what I've realized is a crucial requirement is having a sense of humor. When I take any of my actions seriously, I'm unable to step out of it. I'm not able to observe my antics. But having a sense of humor allows me to get away from my previous reflex of self-criticism. It allows me to move forward towards a better outcome because it actually allows me to observe, accept, what's going on.
Well, I hope you found this uh, spark a few uh, brain cells in your head. And uh, keep chipping away. I think this uh, Socrates fellow was on to something when he said, know thyself. Uh, that's it from me for this week. You uh, have a good one. This is Coach AA signing off. Bye.